how scared you'll grow to be So many questions but there's never only one little simple We're not doing it. We're not doing it. This is the kind of stuff people love. They're, they're like, oh, my favorite podcast host, Charlie. Does he also burp? And like, you know what? B- boy, this kid's a star, but uh, he burps and farts just like you. Too much, maybe. Yeah, if it's if it's just like you, you should go to the doctor. <laughs> you, you got some pepper problems? I've been eating, I got a four for five pepper deal uh, on Tuesday. I'm uh-huh. eating a red bell pepper a day. Honestly, I just eat a lot of bell peppers. Yeah, you've been telling me about this for the past couple months. You're really into peppers. I, I'm eating a lot of bell peppers. Is and this like a coping mechanism? Coping with what? I don't know. Any, <laughs> anything in your life? No, I just, uh, I uh, make more dinners just for me these days. Oh, because um, your girlfriend works strange hours. Yeah, it sounds sad, but it's not just... Uh-huh. And Which bell- is military hours. Do the cops go military time? I think they do. Can I tell people your girlfriend's a cop? Yeah, whatever. Well, um, right. If they've listened this far into the podcast, they're on my side. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Not no, politically, just... That really just, helps. That really helps in a divorce. If your wife's a cop, you'd be like, whose side are you going to take the fucking cops? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just to round off the bell peppers, they're, they're 30 calories in a bell pepper. You chop those things up, you throw them in with a steak, you throw them in with some chicken, real easy to cook. Pretty versatile. Mm-hmm. And they, they got different flavors. But as I said earlier to you, uh, they make your burps smell like farts and your farts smell like poops. Mm-hmm. So, And that's... Uh, sorry about the start of this podcast, everybody. Look, our bodies are, are, are natural and uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, most of it you shouldn't be ashamed of. I'm thinking about a few moments in my life. I, uh, you got some shame. I got I got shingles when I turned thirty. That wasn't You're super shameful. Of the shingles? No, but I also turned thirty. This, okay, this is. This was, I've known you since you were thirty. Right? How old are you? Uh, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Oh yeah. I've known yeah, you you me. I've known you for, <laughs> I think. Uh, boy, I was probably like twenty-four to five when I met you. Yeah. Oh, we so, known each other. That long? Oh no no no. Uh, I was. I started at twenty-six. So I started twenty-six, twenty-seven. I started twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, so about that, okay. All right, well, that sounds right. Uh, no, the shameful one, which maybe I'll cut this, is uh, I got so drunk once that I forgot, because I have a, a, a memory of being on the toilet at the end of the night. I got so drunk, I forgot you're not supposed to push really hard. Oh, no. And then uh, I think I woke up with a little hem, a little hemorrhoid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a theory I got my hernia from uh, pooping too hard, but I don't know. That's just a theory. It's a fan theory. It's conspiracy. That's I'm working there. on that fan fiction. Oh, this is a bad start to the podcast, Adam. <laughs> but we're in it, and we're about to get a little more highbrow, uh-huh. because it's, it's not, not hard to do from here. Well, I tell you, back in the day, things were even grosser. As far as hygiene goes, we're pretty clean. I, You know what I mean? Like, uh, I got my shingles all nice and, and cleaned up there for people. Uh, it and, is any historical figure that we revere oh dirty as hell we look back on like leonardo da vinci hey especially the ones we don't revere you know what i mean oh my god yeah imagine genghis, genghis khan, khan. Ooh. Ooh, we're in sync I some <laughs> smelly genghis khan's genitals are. Some, some warts um so the the historical figure i want to know i want to know the ins and outs of this guy's uh colon uh <laughs> is <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Aha. Mm-hmm. He's in the news these days. He is in the news. He's in, he's on he's on Broadway. Yeah. Did he all right, I'm gonna start. Did he have a wooden wooden teeth? Uh that's George Washington's famous for the wooden teeth. But more and more more people had him. He might have 
I'm going to say he didn't. I think George when did Washington. They, when did they cut out wooden teeth? Well, I don't think George Washington had just wooden teeth. George Washington didn't have teeth, so they were always... Wooden arms? <laughs> did he have a peg leg? Did George Washington, our first pirate president and last... Well, I think he had several different... I think at a point in his life he had wooden teeth, but that was like a weird phase in his 20s. Oh, he, he was kind of punk? Was it like underground to have wooden teeth? Yeah, he usually he had like elephant teeth or like... he. I think when he was president, they gave him the good teeth. Oh, I see. They you found can, other they can people's teeth. How do you get wooden teeth in there anyway? I don't know. They just, I don't Gorilla like, glue? You can't bite into an apple with wooden teeth, right? No. But you could if you had a, if you had a baby's, not a baby's teeth. Then again, like, I, I, there are wooden objects that I could get into an apple. But I don't think sure. teeth would be, I guess I'm just, tough. I don't eat apples biting with my front teeth anymore. Ever since I, uh, fifth grade, I got my teeth knocked out. I'm sure I can do it. I'm just very sensitive? sensitive about my oh, front do teeth. do they wiggle? I'm just, it's just a mental thing. Oh. There's nothing actually wrong with them. Oh, do you have like phantom not janky teeth syndrome? Uh, you didn't chip them at all, right? It came out of my head and they put it back into my head. Oh, interesting. At least it, it's not dead, right? It doesn't look no, dead. No, it's not, it's not as shiny as the other ones. Yeah, well, you know. Safer on the roads if you smile. You know what I mean? <laughs> Other drivers less likely to, to veer off. Those people hit me with the brights. I can't even bounce it right ah, back speaking out. Speaking of safety on the road, I'm going to uh, issue a little PSA. Uh, last night, my car was uh, hit and then ran. Um, yeah, not the best way to say it, but you know what happened. Someone <laughs> smashed into my car and uh, didn't even leave a little note. Pretty good, I'll be honest. And uh, more than you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, you shouldn't do that out there. Let's be good to each other. This guy's saving 50 bucks a month on his insurance premium staying low. If I wanted to get it fixed, uh, yeah, I'd be out a couple grand. Yeah. Leave a note, folks. Leave a note. When you go to get groceries, leave a note. Hit, leave a note, and then run. Uh-huh. That's the motto at the Adam Ass Chuck. You could leave a note and hit, too. Leave Hmm? You could leave a note and then hit. Oh. Uh, and then if I see you making a note, maybe I could try and talk you out of it. There you go. Uh-huh. All right. But we got to get into this. Yes, we this do. This non-wooden teeth Hamilton fella. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was an uh, attractive guy. I think he okay. had all his teeth. Is he one the... of our hot ones? Yeah. Well, he starts off. Rank the presidents in heat. Um, <laughs> in heat. It... In hotness. Kennedy's going to be considered the hottest, I think, because of... Uh, Partially because he's good looking, but also he just had like a swinger kind of vibe bet, to him. I bet Barry O's up there. Obama. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's a he's an attractive man. And that voice. Clinton, Clinton I feel like, had a, had a thing that people were into. I'll say, yeah, young Bush, not bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't have a Bush when I was young, but <laughs> I'm really coming around now. All right. So Hamilton, he uh, he's born in like Puerto Rico or like uh, um, one of those places. Okay. One yeah, let's go Puerto Rico. I think he's born. I didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah, and so he's growing up in Puerto Rico. Does that count as being a U.S.? Because you got it. to be a president, you have to have been born in the United States. Although, George Washington wasn't born in the United States, was he? I'd also like, this is a great time to bring up that Alexander uh-huh. Hamilton, never a president, um, was not a president at any point. I don't know if he's considered not, but I do think he was a U.S. citizen. Isn't he on money? Yeah, because he's the money man. Huh. He's well so okay. I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna tell can you Can we get around this in a way that I can cut? No, no, no. Also Franklin, he's on money. Yeah. Not a president. Mm-hmm. Then you got Grant, he's on money, was a president, but he's only on there because he was a general, shitty ass president. Mm-hmm. Great general. Burned Atlanta to the ground. You do that. 
we're gonna put you on a fifty. Yeah, fair. Um, well, you should you should hear this uh, underground hip hop star uh, burning Atlanta to the ground. What's his name? Well, good. I'll just cut it all out in one <laughs> say. I don't want to make a, m- a bunch of cuts to an episode or do it in I, one foul swoop. I am going to demand by peppering it in throughout the rest of the podcast. I got to stop leaving bombs in that you uh, that you thought Hamilton was a president. I, I should I should uh, preface this. I saw mm-hmm. the very famous musical Hamilton. Hamilton. Uh, I yes, people about Hamilton thirty years ago. Who gives a shit? Uh huh. Not a not a sexy character in our in our history. So uh, I've never seen. Uh, I really haven't seen theater. If I have only been once, um, I kind of assume they all wear tights. Was Hamilton in tights in this? Yeah, I think everybody had some tights on. Is it just better for leaping? Um, there's a lot of there's leaping a lot of dancing musicals. and there's a lot of. So this was one of the fun things about this musicals. They had a spit. the The floor was on like a big spinning thing. So a the lot. The whole show. There was a part of the floor that had a circle, and okay. the circle would sp- so like just the outside of the circle would spin. Yeah. So there was a lot of choreography where someone would step onto the circle and Move they'd be around like, and then walk they'd off. be spinning, and then the guy in the middle standing there like looking at them as they spin around, and then they oh walk that's off. fun. You could like walk on. You could get a bunch of people to like circle a guy and snap as if they're walking around them. You know. Mm-hmm. I was very nervous that it because some sharks. Uh, my parents got me. The, you know, they're like, "Oh, we get tickets to Hamilton. You want to go?" And I was, I'm like, man, if I don't like this, I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. If I, like, yeah. take these. But you can't, you more of a piece of shit to turn down tickets to an expensive. I know, but I didn't want to be like, oh, someone paid $100, whatever it was, for these tickets. And I'm sitting there being like, why are they still singing? But yeah. I was very, I, I, I enjoyed, you enjoyed it. it. Yeah. I was, well, it's a, it's a more modern thing. It's, I, I hate, uh, I think I would enjoy the music in this one much more than. Some of the other stuff. Yeah. Like if you showed me Cats, I'd be losing my mind. Cats in the news these days, too. Cats uh-huh. and Hamilton, they've had a big revival since uh, 20 years ago. I feel Nordic. like people went to see that ironically, mostly. Now that, but the, the Do movie you want to make a movie that people watch ironically? The, the problem... Oh, we did that with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with that is you can't set out to make an ironic movie. It has no value. It's true. You need to try to make something great. Yeah. If you try to make something that seems like it's supposed to be great... It, it's gonna be it, people are gonna be like no we we get what you're doing and mm-hmm. it loses all interesting elements to people it people sniff you out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so this hamilton fellow he's born in puerto rico or something interesting and he's down there and he's like 12 years old and he's i think he's working for like a shipping company uh-huh. and he's great at math he's like crushing and he's writing letters and he's being like that's those are, that's words that's not math that's english he's great at all of it he's oh just wow a, all right this is back in our renaissance days where, yeah where it wasn't like oh we found the best best well not really we didn't but, call it that but i know what you mean yeah this is an era where if you were smart a smart guy you were just good at everything what, what were the, the global populations in these times because we got these people who are like jacks of all trade. I don't think that exists anymore. You have, can't be good at a ton of shit. That's a great point. So we had seven. We have seven billion people now. Mm-hmm. That is an excellent question. How many? I'd be very curious. How many people did we have in 1770? I want to see a photo of all these iconic scientists, philosophers. You know, just people we consider extremely uh, talented or knowledgeable and i want to under all of their photo or name i want to see what the population was at the time because you think it's like well who cares if there's a billion people of course you can be right the smartest of a billion but <laughs> that's exactly my thought process <laughs> yeah i don't know but th- this guy's smart at a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and people are just like oh check out this really smart guy we got to get him up here 
and they like put him on a ship and they send him up to America. Okay. They're like, we're going to put a little bow on his head. Uh, yeah. They're like, we're going to pay for you to go to school up in Philadelphia. But why, why, why was Puerto Rico more invested in our success than their own? Well, Puerto Rico. If I had a smart guy in America, I'm not going to go, hey, China, you, you should use the smart guy. I get Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. I don't. Yeah, but at that, what, what, what was going on at that time? I don't know. It might have just been rogue. It hasn't always been part of the U.S. Or no. we'd have 51 states. Yeah, they've always just kind of, I don't know. Also, it might not, he's, they they bring him in. They uh, love yeah, him. I believe and they, and Puerto, they just, Maybe he had a say in it. <laughs> Maybe he's yeah, like, he okay. I, th- I think he was writing letters to the U.S. being like, you guys got to do this. You guys got to, like. Oh, interesting. Um, he's, he's got all these ideas and people are like, this, this guy, we got to get him the hell up here. And I think he goes up to like, I think Philadelphia, which is writing fan letters to another country. You think if I wrote (laughs) Germany enough fan letters, they'd grant me citizenship? I love, I mean, I know you've had your heart, you know. Pick a different country. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think think that one through. So he he gets up to the U.S. and he's going to law school. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he meets uh, another lawyer there, Aaron Burr. Mm. And Burr is a... He's portrayed by a big, uh, I thought, very attractive black man. Um, okay. Big bearded uh, bearded fella, where if, of all these people in this play, I'm like, That's, I, I get why people would be attracted to him. That okay. Was, so, like, just big strapping. Strapping. Uh-huh. Well-groomed beard, smooth Ooh, God, head. Nothing like smooth a well-groomed beard. Mm-hmm. Um, this Hamilton, he's played by this little pipsqueak. Didn't care for it. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, a pretty pretty bad actor. But he, he's in a traveling company. They're oh, okay. So I was like, makes sense they cast a pipsqueak if he's a great actor. None of this guy was offering nothing. Well, I uh, yeah. Afterwards, I was told like, oh, Hamilton's not supposed to be a pipsqueak. He's supposed to be a little more like uh, verbose. Yeah, that's but what it, I picture. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. yeah pipsqueaks write letters. It's believable. Yeah, for sure. Also, everyone seems really cool in this because they're like passionate, but it's like, uh-huh. yeah, these are all a bunch of nerds. So, do the white guys rap too? Did uh, everyone raps? This is how they communicate. Everybody's rapping. But how much? How much? What's the percentage that is uh, uh, music and dialogue in this? Zero dialogue. It's One, all music. One hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Is this common in musicals? This has to be somewhat I rare. Do, I do think it is. Really? I, I think it's fairly like if you watch. Yeah, there's two types of musicals. There's it's a musical the whole way through. Yeah, and then there's like, hey, what do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Well, we'll tell I you what think. I think. And then they, yeah, and they're like they're and setting then, up the big number. <laughs> sounded like you were about to go into so tell me what you want. What you, which <laughs> I was picturing more of a fiddler on the roof. Which okay, is, uh, I saw that fiddler one. Fiddler on a hot tin roof. There you go. Uh-huh. That's um, Jewish cats. Yeah, which even <laughs> even brutaler. Uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> are you debating if you're comfortable with that? <laughs> I almost made a joke about the voice. Uh, so he gets up there, he meets his buddy Aaron Burr, and he's got like some. Him and Burr have like a weird rivalry. Right? Okay, what, what what's Burr known for? Well, he's largely known for his relationship, other than being another Alexander with Alexander Hamilton. He, but, what is he? Because oh, there was twelve fuck. people at this time in history. Was it just they're the only two Alexanders? Kind of. There was like just like they had like a think tank. Up in Philadelphia. I had a meeting where a new person was added to our team, like a bunch of, we can merge teams, and there was another Adam, and they're like, oh, all right, we got to settle who's going to be Adam 1 and Adam 2, mm. and I'm like, this is, I was like, uh, and he's like, well, I'm Adam 1, uh, he's just kind of a sassy man, uh, and I'm like, that's fine if that means something to you, <laughs> like, <laughs> this seems important to you, you can have, you can be Adam 1. You should request it to be cool, Adam. I oh, like there you go. Adam 1, cool Adam. Uh, what about if... Adam Infinity. 
Oh, that's sounds futuristic, right? That's like a Tron sequel. Yeah. If, wait, if I'm Adam Two, I'm like an upgrade. I should have been Adam Two. Adam Two point oh. And then he's like, "Fuck!" No, I just like, <laughs> that's a good way. To do uh, it. All right. Um, so Burr. So here's the big the contrast between Burr and Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Hamilton's like, "Hey, man, we got to be doing stuff. We got to be like getting this country ship shape. We got to be." You know, really shooting he's motivated. Shot. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a, a young coffee. And Aaron Burr's like, buddy, buddy, here's what you do. If anyone figures out what you stand for, they're going to fucking kill you. People don't want to know what you stand for. That, you there's should, some truth to it. I feel like yeah. back then there was truth to it. It was. I was watching Burr being like, oh, Burr's like, you're not supposed to. Be. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's got making some good points. He's uh-huh. like, why don't you stay back in the shadows? Just kind of lay low. No one ever knows any of your points of view. And you can just get by pretty easy. So it's, Burr wrote the textbook for being a politician. A career politician. Yeah, he's like a he's like a how to make friends and influence people guy. Um, and Hamilton's like a Sun Tzu art of war guy. Okay. And and so they're buttonheads. And then um, this is all. Is you that know, where butthead came from? You're being a butthead. Oh, no. I kind of pictured your face looking looking like an ass. I think that's what it's supposed to be. No, you specifically. Mm. Yeah. That's a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if your burp, you, if your burp smell <laughs> like farts, then, then I'm a butthead. <laughs> it's a natural. And that's the podcast. We tied it all in. So we got two buttheads. A couple of buttheads in there uh, at each other's throats, which are taints. I don't know. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they're meeting all these other guys who are, you know, everyone wants to get a say in what the U.S. is going to do. They're mad at King uh, George. Uh-huh. That's the king, right? Uh, I know there have been Georges. And we have a George, too. We got George Washington. He's uh-huh. a, He's our pseudo king, and someone has a joke. Did we just want him to? I heard someone have a joke where people were like, "We want you to be King George Washington." He's like, "You don't get what we're doing." Like he's like, "No, then yeah, oh for sure, okay." They won the Revolutionary War, and then they're like, "Who? What do we do now? Make the guy who won the war the king?" And then people speculate that George Washington was like said no because he was sterile, but that's not giving him a lot of credit. It also, like. Obviously, we want to live on and our son to be the king, but it's like, if you're going to let me be the king, so what? I mean, you don't kill a king because he doesn't have a kid yet. No, but it's also, like, I guess it's, I publicly em- it's publicly embarrassing when people know you want to have a kid. But also, Is it? by the All time right, you won, I, guess. By the time you won, I think at the time, at the time well, of course. we were a little more stigmatized. Uh-huh. But by the time you won the war, Washington, you get a stigma in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Washington, he couldn't have been a young chicken, right? He's I'm a... Sorry. <laughs> Him and uh, Martha, they got to be in their 50s. Yeah. He's not leading the war. No, he was a fall chicken. So this brings me, this segues well into uh-huh. Hamilton's kind of whole thing is he meets George Washington and he becomes George Washington's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, George Washington is the general, we're going to war, and Washington just loves this guy. He's like, you're so smart, I'm going to consult to you. And so Hamilton's got it, you know, made in the shade. He's just... Hanging out with Washington, everyone reveres Washington. Yeah, what's Burr doing at this time? He's just kind of now pissed. He's, I think he's okay. off doing his own military stuff, but he's like, you fucking little prick. So what was the military at this time? This was post-revolutionary war. This is what during. What was the aim? Okay. We're during the war. Gotcha. And they're, they're trying to decide what we should do. And then once they go to war. They're kind of already eye on the prize. After war, what do, what do we got to do? And, and uh, Burr's saying, sit back. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Just catching up. And then there's also, so at, at the same time, I think pre-war, everyone's like, well, we got to find a woman so that we have, because it's sad to be in a war and you don't get to write to anybody. 
That's fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. If there's ever a time you want a significant other, it's when you're off to war and you're like, I can't just write these dramatic letters to fucking my blog. You gotta you gotta send them somewhere romantic. Yeah, I mean, you could send them to first graders. They love doing that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they, but they probably <laughs> they like to hear about the war. <laughs> Some of the sexy language might be a little inappropriate for that age group. Yeah, the back of the, back of the time, if you were really horny, it was that was a romantic letter. Like if you read, that's a, true. Now, if you're horny, people are just like, "Well, this man is." Filthy. I'm horny, but at the time, if you're you're all horned up and you read someone write, you're like, "This is the most beautiful thing I've ever read." Uh huh. So, what's sense? romance now if it's not horniness? It's all tradition just horniness. It's yeah. just how we package it. Okay. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying it. So, so we're pre-war. We're all in like New York City, which the um, the play keeps declaring the greatest city in the world. That's kind of an annoying. They just always they're like, by the way, New York City, greatest <laughs> city in the world. And it's like we get it. You want to have on, to be like, well, thanks for coming here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You think they'd update it a little bit? With what? Yeah, I guess just not saying the best city in the world. <laughs> Well, that's, <laughs> they're not going to change the story to <laughs> to whatever city they're in. This all took place in Wichita. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Yeah, I saw the Madison world version. Oh, uh, the greatest city of the world after Madison. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's, that'd be fun. They could slip that in there. I would get a chuckle. But that would get a I'd get a pop. Yeah, I get a pop. All the right. People, the guy people loved in this play. I didn't really get why he was so popular. But this King George. How do you know everyone loved him? Because everyone would applaud. Everyone would go wow, and they'd start applauding. You can just do that. Yeah. Do they do they like work applause breaks into there? Because if they're I trying think, to rap and people are applauding, I'm going to go, hey. Well, it wasn't like in the middle of it. It's like yeah. King George would walk out. Because yeah. um, King George doesn't interact with anyone. Uh-huh. He's just a guy who comes in at the end of scenes and he's like, oh, I'm King George. It's also very weird. He's like the white guy. Uh-huh. And he does like a real white guy voice. And he's yeah. like, I'm King George and you guys don't get it. <laughs> okay. You, you guys are cool. But it sounds I, like bad stand up. Kinda, it's I mean, got kinda that, that it's whole... got that vibe to it, uh-huh. and he would come out and people would apply. He's he's a real comedic foil who comes okay. in here. How how much of this play is funny, sad? Did did people cry? I'm sure they cried. Maybe um, they didn't cry. No, Brenna said she cried at one point. We'll get to that point. Okay, but we and this will set that. So he meets these these Skyler sisters. So there's three famous. I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, this sounds like witches or something. This sounds like a what's that witch movie? I don't recall. It's on the Disney Channel. Anyway, uh-huh. Hocus, 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 Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yeah, why did I have it? And then I went away from it. <laughs> Damn it. So he meets these sisters, and they come from a wealthy family, and one of them is completely irrelevant, mm-hmm. and then two of them are attractive women, Who and Hamilton's like, I'm going to pick this one. Yeah. And he falls in love with, I don't know, whichever sister. Mm-hmm. Sister A. Um. And, but Sister B's like, ah, fuck, I probably should have, like, said something to that guy, because he seems pretty cool. I'm glad he's with my sister, but what a, what a sexy, cool guy. Yeah, imagine being, uh, in love with, uh, a sibling significant other. That would be tough. Yeah, and then so, what develops over the course of this is, like, Hamilton will go off to war, and then he'll be writing letters to her sister, too, and be like, oh. hey, don't pass this along to your sister, but, like, boy. If I wasn't married to your sister, I'd be married. And she's totally into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it she's, like it. She's like, this is, yeah. So he's like huh. also in love with his wife's sister. I love that cheating back then was just writing someone else letters. Yeah, and it's uh, it's real weird. It's uh, also strange ha- that we know this. I mean, I guess 
It's got a paper trail. The way you don't look at your significant other's phone because of privacy thing was like, don't read my letters. Right. Something comes in the mail. It's like, why is my husband <laughs> writing you letters? This is bizarre. But um, so they go to war and everyone's kind of mad at Hamilton. Well, Hamilton's got these back and forth with George Washington. He's like, why don't you put me out in the fields? And he's uh-huh. like, you gotta, he's like, hey, buddy, George Washington's a real cool cat. He's is an he Asian, annoyed Asian at this man. Point? Uh, he's he's good at writing what did you it. Say? He's an Asian man. Oh, in the play. In the play. Okay. He's not. <laughs> That'd be great like, if that was wow, an over- my teacher. <laughs> I was just like, at this point, I am calling my school. He's like, you did such a bad job. One of our first president was Asian, and we were just like, okay, well, uh, who did an Asian American? You know, not <laughs> yeah. So we uh, <laughs> win the war. I like watching us both try to figure out where we could go from there. We win the war. Win the war and. So Hamilton, you know, Washington becomes president, and then everyone loves Hamilton too. Or Hamilton, they're still tight. Yeah, yeah, they're still tight. He's like, you are such a smart dude. I'm going to use Who's, you. To- did George Washington have a vice president, or is that created later? So Washington, one of his big things. I don't know if he had a vice president, but what he's perhaps our best president because first off, he goes like, I'm not going to be king. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then he's also, he establishes the cabinet. He's like, I'm going to have a, a secretary of state and an agriculture dude and some other guy. He didn't just ask for a cabinet in the, in whatever the White House was, which follow up questions. Um, and they're like, oh, okay. And some guy just decided that the term cabinet will now mean a, a group of uh, associates. Well, I think, uh, I don't think he did that. Okay. I, I do not think that's the okay. case. That was an earnest question. But also he, <laughs> also he, uh, he steps down after two terms. He does the two terms, and then he's like, that feels like a good amount, right? And okay, the, and so based on his gut feel, he was like, that should be the most anyone does. And then we didn't put that into any laws. We were just like, okay, two terms is the thing. And then at one point, I think uh, Franklin Roosevelt yeah. was like, I'm going to run for a third term. And everyone's like, ah, oh, we're not doing that, man. And he wins. And then they're like, okay, that counts, but we're going to now write into the law that you can't run three times. Okay. So we just made that up once someone broke well, the You could run rule. three times, you just can't win three times. I you mean, could I, run as I much as you want. I guess you could keep running. I actually don't really know how that... I, don't, I, don't really I mean, it's not like no one's going to run again if you lose. Um, we got people running again. Oh, yeah, you can run. Th- I see. I thought you meant like you win twice. Like if Barack, oh, yeah, that's if fun. If Barack Obama just ran again, he's like, I know I can't actually win, but I want to just take a victory lap here. Actually, I would love having the former president in on the debates and the the campaign just for context. Be like, here's how we felt about the job the last guy did. So we're going to include him in all the proceedings just to kind of remind ourselves where he stacks, where these people stack up to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't. I was tuned out a little bit, but... Uh, <laughs> I think I think I had something. <laughs> I'm sorry. When Barack left, he should have been in the the next the running just for a con like a like a benchmark. I see. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Who who would be him? I'm with you. I like nah, it. Right. I like the plan. God Edit out the part where I wasn't listening for a second. So I think at one point here, this I might be making this up, but I think Hamilton and Burr they're so mad at each other because Burr's like you're a little. You know, in the pocket of big Washington. This is annoying. So he's <laughs> At like, that time, there was just one big pocket. He's like, I'm going to duel you. And so they get together for a good old fashioned duel. Yeah. People are like, we re- like, this is like outlawed that, not outlawed, but this is old school at the mm-hmm. time. 
I remember you bringing up this duel. Yeah, and so they both do the thing where they both fire into the air. And they're like, that's how you... All right, we're both cool with it. And the, It was just the, 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 the... Just showing up for the duel was kind of the, the mark of like, and, we both mean what we say. Right, and then you go, all right, but we're both going to be the bigger man. But you also have a dude with you when you duel, and he's the guy there where it's like, if this guy takes a cheap... If you fire into the air it's expected the other person fires into the air. Yeah. If you fire into the air and then that guy just pops you in the face, then you have a guy with you who shoots that guy. Well, then where's the risk in firing into the air? Well, you die. <laughs> I mean... Okay, but the other guy dies too. Well, we'll get into this a little more. So... It honestly is less risky to... Okay. I got a lot of problem with the the dueling system. So, I think... So, the war happens, right? Yep. And... <laughs> And then Washington's president for like eight years. And then Thomas Jefferson has just been fucking off in France the whole time. He hasn't been doing anything. So he shows back up when Washington's done being president. And he's like, what's the story, guys? What's going on over here? And they're like, well, no more Washington. Why don't you become president? Uh And Hamilton's like, "Uh, excuse me, I'd like to be the president. And Washington like backs Hamilton. But these two are running against each other. Right. And I think Burr's pro-Jefferson. God, what percentage of people voted back then? Probably a pretty high percentage, but I think people had to like come in from the countryside. Right, that's the whole, I'm like, how did they even get their news? If you wanted to meddle in the election, Russia wouldn't even have, they would just literally have to like walk around to mailboxes and pull out the mail. I think a big reason we have the Electoral College is literally, it was a pain to like count all the votes. Uh huh. So we're like, well, like this, it's going to take so long to figure out this place is about, so... It's just easier to, like, put them all together in smaller areas. Uh-huh. I think that's part of what the Electoral College is oh, about. Oh, well, then we should, uh, I mean, uh, one more reason. Yeah, it's it, we should uh, keep it. Okay. Oh, yeah, you didn't see that coming. Ooh, controversial pod. Uh-huh. So, well, we got, uh, they're running against each other, and Jefferson's trash. And I think Jefferson wins. He's uh-huh. he's president number, maybe he's three. He's three after. Uh, okay. So, something happened in between. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. A chapter, maybe, <laughs> yeah. in American history. So, and then, also at one point, Burr runs for president. I don't know what that's, but he's like, I don't really have any stances on anything. Yeah, his his whole vibe uh, and people are like, this would really kill nowadays, actually. Yeah, people are like, that's kind of cool. This guy just seems like a friendly fellow. That was his thing. He's like, I'm in the middle somewhere. Uh-huh. People are like, what do you feel about this? And Hamilton keeps being like... If I was his opponent, I'd say, oh, uh, yeah, monkey in the middle. There you go. Um... And so Hamilton loses and he's mad. Everyone's, and they, they're all like, ooh, must be nice to have Washington on your side. So then Hamilton goes out and uh, sleeps with some woman in New York. Yeah. Also, he has a kid. Uh-huh. And this is a big plot development point? Yes. So he sleeps with this woman and then his hu- her husband is like, hey, remember how you slept with my wife? Uh, why don't you give me $2,000? And so he's like, deal and he gives him two thousand dollars and then i'm like oh, you should go higher <laughs> yeah it might have been more i don't okay exactly recall um how about this uh there's this hockey player this like 40 year old hockey player who slept with this 19 year old model mm-hmm. and she's like i'm gonna give me money or i'm gonna post a photo of me in your bed and he's like, and he was single. He's a single man, professional athlete. And he's like, this hot model's like threatening. He's like, okay. She had a boyfriend. <laughs> she was dating another 
up and coming NHL player and she posted and so her boyfriend's like fuck you that's my idol and you're a, you're a bitch and this guy just looks good and that's real a, poorly thought out plan that's insane it's funny though they're like I'm gonna hold this stigma of dating someone younger over you and it's like yeah but not, yeah, but it's not this, in hockey like right. you're not even a you're not a politician no it's like nobody's who cares if the hockey player had consensual sex? Also, it's a stigma, but when you're like a model, people are kind of like, I mean, yeah, I, they get it. Yeah. They're like, I mean, good for him, kind of. You're a model, so it's like, oh, you're supposed to be attractive, but like, if you're but, too old, but don't like, but be yeah. too attracted. To, yeah. What, right. what, it's not what, like 40-year-olds get a different Playboy. You know right. what I mean? We're all reading the same Playboys. <laughs> oh, I aged into a different section. No. <laughs> I'm getting the 35 and up Playboy. <laughs> I like that. They do That's, different. I'm about to play. You know, I'm getting close to my 35-plus hockey leagues. Play man at that point. There you go. Um, So we've got... Uh, oh, God, I don't know where... Oh, yeah, he has sex with this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're like, you... um. We're going to totally screw your career. We hate you. We're going to screw you over by pointing out the fact that you had an affair. And he's like, oh, are you? Because here is a series. So he like publishes in the paper, like, hey, everybody, I had sex with this woman. Oh, well, there you go. He gets out ahead of it and he's like, but more importantly, we need a constitution or something like that. Yeah. And people are like, okay, that's fine. And everyone's like, oh, man, he beat us. He beat us to the punch and Uh no one cares. Except... Do you call sex a punch? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, it's not, not healthy. Good. No. My therapist says, use a different term. <laughs> well, you should stop having sex with your therapist. <laughs> That's your first problem. They know your secrets. <laughs> so, uh, but so everyone's like, oh, well, you know, this doesn't matter. Except his wife, who's like, hey, man... I found out in the paper you wrote you wrote like an op ed about how you cheated on me, uh-huh. and he's like, "Yeah, that's." Did he slip it in very cat? Like, so I was sleeping with this woman, and the way you know the light danced off of her eye reminded me of how the the light in it, it just, you know did he just... use a metaphor? <laughs> Was he like? I was inspired by this woman in New York who I slept with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a questionable way to go about it, but it's uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. Could work. And the other person who's mad about this, so you know, his wife's distraught. Yeah, and so she goes to her sister, and her sister consoles her, and her sister's like, "Yeah, I'm distraught too." <laughs> she's, yeah, she's like, "I'm in love with him as well." Well, yeah, and she's also just like, "If you're going to cheat on someone, like it's." really annoying that we're like in love but not having sex with each other and then you cheat on my sister with someone else like yeah. what, like at least cheat with me who right. you're in I love with I, I thought i was on the, the, the top of the, the list mm-hmm. and then he's like well you kind of get it right and she's like no fuck you uh-huh. and so they're you know mad at each other but they patch things up and then nothing nothing brings people together like a con- common enemy yeah that's yeah. true that's not an original thought. <laughs> no, no, people, I didn't have to offer that. It's quite where, known. It's where racism comes from. Oh, uh, interesting. <laughs> not that interesting. That's not an original thought. Do you think KKK people really just, they're probably pretty tight. I mean, you know, there's politics, these political parties. They're like, hey, you're poor, but you know who you should hate is these black folks. And people uh-huh. are like, great point. What would happen if the KKK got their way and the, there were no black people, you know, uh, Elon Musk tries to settle it, and he's like, you, you can have Mars. Okay. I'm not going to theorize how it would happen, but uh, say that black people were not around. Would the KKK, like, just go about their day? I feel like they'd find something else to be mad at. Or I'm w- now w- remembering the Jews and the everyone Jews. else. 
but I guess, yeah, white supremacists. Yeah, it is a weird, uh, that thought experiment of like, if the Nazis won the war, would they have been happy? Yeah, right. Like, would they have just been like, okay, yeah, now we're fulfilled. No, yeah, we should uh, we should put the KKK on Mars, because then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, whites are supreme. And it's like, well, you're on Mars. That's a, that's a feat. But really, like, they're the ones dying and figuring out how to live on Mars for us. You want to trick them? You want to trick the KKK into, like, a Into Tom being Sawyer, martyrs for exploration, yeah. Like a whitewash the fence situation? Yeah. Be like, you guys want to go to Mars. I feel like that's what the government did with the army. They were drafting us all, and then they read, the, the government read uh, Tom Sawyer, and they're like, what if we convince them joining the army's cool? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, eh, there's a whole economic element to it, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know if any of this is releasable. <laughs> we are really... Uh, I think we got to the bottom of some of this racial stuff. I think stuff. we're on the right side of stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. This is just stuff I don't talk about a lot. We're ignorant, but we're... Uh, Are we? I mean, listen to this part of this conversation. We're not, yeah. we're not, we're not what, misintentioned. No. We just don't have... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's send the... No, I'm sorry. We're not ignorant. Let's send the KKK to Mars, Adam. That's okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Charlie thinks uh, visionaries are ignorant. So then at this... At the same time, they got a whole thing. They need to, like, write the Constitution. Yeah. How ha- yeah. How long is that? The Constitution? I don't really know. There's I mean, always- I feel like I knocked out a Constitution-length paper in college in one night. You know? I also, I get confused by this. The, uh, and I, I guess I, I, get, I get it, but the we got the amendments. People always talk about the First Amendment. Yeah. But that was in there from the start. That's not an amendment. That was just a, that was just a thing that we started with. We have the Bill of Rights, and those are like the first That was day one? Things. That dropped with the EP? I'm pretty sure the Bill of Rights is in the original Constitution. Fascinating. And yeah, then well. we, we just call them amendments because some of them were Is amended. it because we knew, did we have a page where like we had the amendments and then we had a bunch of blank amendments? Just like, I'm sure we're going to have to make amendments, so we might as well include them all. I could be wrong. They might have written the Constitution and then gone, oh, we forgot a bunch of stuff. And then they tacked on the Bill of Rights, which was yeah. 12 amendments at once. But I guess it just doesn't, it's weird to be like the first bill, the second bill, the 14th Amendment. It, that gets confusing. Right. But so maybe, we yeah. just, even in retrospect, call, but they couldn't have been called, like we weren't calling it World War One. I. I feel like it's that's it. But if we were forward thinking, uh, I, I imagine they're like, you know, we did a great job, but we'll probably have to make some amendments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, but it's just weird that it's called them. All right, so he, there's all, they're asking him and like two other guys to write a bunch of letters to post in the newspaper to explain all of this stuff and uh-huh. what we should be doing. And so they're like, why don't we write a series of um, essays? They're like, well, let's do like five essays a person. And Hamilton's like, here's 72 essays or something. Oh, my God. And he turns in this crate. He, like, goes nuts, and he writes just tons Sounds of... Sounds manic. And they're like, all right. Um, cool. I, oh, I think he's like... Part of this is he establishes the treasury. 72 pages. That's almost a manifesto at that point. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's like, man, you've been thinking about this too hard. Mm-hmm. But he's he's passionate. He's full of, full of, full of it. Yeah. Um, and so he founds the treasury, and they make him, like, the treasury. He, he's like, we need a Federal Reserve... And that's him. So that's why he's on money. People were using uh, pounds up until this point? Um, well, he was like, we need a national bank. I think yeah. that was part of it. We need a U.S. national bank. And uh-huh. he establishes that. I don't know if he had anything to do with the gold standard. I don't really get what that's all about. Oh, uh, yeah. But he's got all these thoughts on how we should be funding stuff. Okay. And so they're like, you seem pretty good at this. Economics kind of his strong suit or just one of the trades of yeah. that he's a jack of? 
He's lawyer, economics. Well, this goes back to when he was like managing ships in Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. Um, he was just, you know, good with the numbers. All right. And he's got all these thoughts. And so people defer to him. They go, great. Good job on these letters. And then his son comes to him, right? Uh-huh. And his son goes, ah, there's this dude who wants to duel. And Hamilton goes, ah, no problem. I, I got duels all figured out. You go, you show up, you fire into the air. He fires into the air. No problem, buddy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dad, you, you're the coolest. You're, you're the pops. I, I love you. And uh, he goes to this duel and he fires in the air. And the other guy just shoots him. Okay. Like, Who's this guy? I don't know, some dude who didn't like Hamilton's kid. But then he got shot by the the crony? Uh, I don't know. See, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I guess part. it was not agreed on, so maybe it was cool. Okay. So he shoots in the air, the guy shoots him, and his kid dies. Which is, that's the sad part. Yeah. He shows up to the hospital, and they're like, ah, my son. He's like playing piano at one point, and now he's dead. And you're like, he's... I don't wow. think he's playing piano. He's playing piano in the play. Yeah, all right. Well, we're dipping in and out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not important that his son played piano. I guess sending the cake cake couldn't have been in the play. They use that to, to Mars. They use that to humanize him, though. They're uh-huh. like, look, he's eight years old. He's playing piano with his mom. What a lovely kid. Oh, now he's dead. Uh-huh. It's a real real downer. I love humanizing kids. Mm-hmm. I just assume they're humanized. You don't need to humanize a kid that died. They're, yeah, they're a kid. You got to show he has talent. Otherwise, like, who cares if this kid died? He couldn't even play the piano. It is pretty funny. When someone dies and we want everyone to be sad with us, the older they are, the more context we have to give for why the world needed them. Mm. You know what I mean? A five-year-old dies and you're like, how tragic. Uh, a 16-year-old <laughs> dies and be like, he loved football and like really, you know, whatever a 16-year-old loves. Right. And then you, you get up to like 60 and then you got to be like, he was working on cancer research. <laughs> like, it is it is weird when someone dies and they're really playing up their like, like, we did that uh, fundraiser for that kid who died. Oh, yeah, that was a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do well. Uh, um, but it's it's kind of, they're like, oh, he did that. Like, they'll be like, he was a star athlete on the football team. It's like, yeah. all right, but what if he was a backup? Like, that doesn't change. Right, right, Like, right. it's kind of weird that we, I mean, I get it, but. One last brag. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's also just funny to, like, I mean, I get it, but whenever we celebrate the death of like a teenager, it's like, oh my God, he was such a, he had his own interests, football. And I'm like, it's pretty basic ass interest. Like (laughs) adults have way more nuanced interests. Like, you know, he loved the fucking, you know, Russia from 1800 to 1862. You know, I'm just saying all 16 year olds are pretty basic. You get specific with these. Yeah. Yeah. Your passions. There's like four passions in high school. You know, it's just like, I like my phone. There's four passions in high school and three of them are fucking my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It was quite annoying. No, I didn't didn't have a girlfriend in high school. (laughs) Neither did Hamilton's son. And that's why he lost this duel. Uh That's why why the guy was mad at him. He said, you're a virgin loser. He shoots him in a duel. He dies. And and Hamilton's pretty broken up. Mm -hmm. And then Hamilton gets Aaron Burr's like, you have been such a fucking prick for so long. Um, I, we should duel. Because he beats him. Yeah. Oh, I think... So Aaron Burr's running for like... In the movie, it would have been Burr's kid that challenged Hamilton's kid. Yeah, but it wasn't. But nope. Burr... <laughs> in the movie, this is... It is a, it's a play. It's a play. <laughs> but also, it's they he, try to be historically accurate, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very historically accurate. And then... Oh, they're going to make it a movie, I'm sure. Uh, Whenever the play finishes touring, that's yeah. when you make it a movie. Mm-hmm. Cats blaze the way. Mm-hmm. So this uh, 
So Aaron Burr, I think, runs for president, and I think Hamilton just, like, trashes the dude. Okay. And he's like, uh, George Washington hates you. So Hamilton causes Burr to lose an election, and Burr's like, dude, we went to law school together. We used to be, like, a fun rivalry. Now you're being really annoying. We should duel. And they both show up to the duel, and... uh, Burr shoots Hamilton and kills Hamilton. Did Hamilton didn't shoot in the air, did he? So that's like a weird gray area where they're like, uh. and Burr says his side, and he's like, this kind of sucks for me because I'm Aaron Burr, and all anyone's going to give a shit about in my legacy is that I killed this guy who was cooler than me. Uh-huh. And he's like, which is doesn't feel fair. And he's like, he's got these points where he's like, people say he was going to try to not shoot me, or he missed on purpose. It's like, why was he wearing his glasses if he wasn't planning on shooting me? They don't oh. mention that, but it's like, I don't know if that's a good point when people just wear glasses sometimes. It's not a brutal, it's not a bad, but yeah, no. yeah you, I mean, I I'd would leave, if I had wore glasses and didn't have contacts, I would leave the house with glasses. Yeah. So Aaron Burr is like, well, all right, fuck me. I'm the dick who shot Hamilton. That's my whole thing now. And, and then people just kind of hate Aaron Burr. Also, I think people were mad at Hamilton because they're like, stop dueling people. Yeah. This, yeah. It seems you're like the only guy who duels people anymore. <laughs> this had been... This had been uh, done away with uh, for years. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. He, he was in charge of coins, and he was in charge of um, all that, and then he like wrote the... So he never stripped uh, his wife's sis? I don't think so. She was pissed at him. She was like more pissed than his wife. Really? Well, no. The wife was okay. probably more pissed. But um, yeah, the wife's... I mean, he was having like a weird emotional affair with the sister, and then he just has sex with some woman in Brooklyn. It's yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah, emotional affair. That's a whole bag of hammers. Yeah. That's, uh, That's a whole bag of sad hammers. <laughs> um, Which is just a, a screwdriver. Yeah, you can't pound with those. You gotta... No. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for the knowledge. So, I, I mean, all this... Ra- you didn't address slavery once. Wasn't that a huge part of the play? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it was one of those things okay. where they, the play, because whenever wasn't you, it all about how he sucks? No. So whenever you talk about this stuff, it's very difficult to be like, what a cool guy Thomas Jefferson was. Because then you got to be like, well, I mean, the slaves and he, you know, raped a slave woman. But other than that, because it's very like, it's difficult to compartmentalize something that extreme. Yeah. So they do throw in at some point during the play, Hamilton's just like, uh, oh, and by the way, like when we win the war, no slavery, right? Which is, I think he said this, but like okay. they do make a point to be like, let's make sure we show that this guy was on the right side of history. Okay. So he's like, oh, we're going to liberate ourselves Which from England. Which is the front side where the dick is. There you are. Um, it's like, once we liberate ourselves from England, we should have no slaves. And uh-huh. they're, just, they're like, one thing at a time, buddy. And then he's like, I think a couple times throughout the play, he's like, what about the no slaves thing? And they're like, ah, we're not doing that right now. That's going to be more of a more of a mid-century initiative. Yeah. And then they get to it eventually. But he was like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those useful things where it's like, oh, even he didn't accomplish it. But if you just kind of throw, if you're one of those first voices who's yeah. throwing that out he's there. like, I was on record. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really push that hard for it. No. It's like, uh, yeah, it's just useful to have people saying stuff, too. Yeah. It's crazy to think, like, Obama, he was... He he was anti-gay marriage when he won the presidency. Yeah, intru- yeah, yeah. But it's useful to have other politicians. Did he turn while re- running for re-election, or when did he change? Mid uh, mid yeah, first term, or like in his first term, or was it later? Probably something like that. Okay. He's like, oh, by the way, this seems pretty obvious now. 
I could see it being like a re- uh, running again thing where you're like, well, they just gave me some new numbers and I guess I'm a little outdated on this. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he didn't own slaves and he was against it. But also... I didn't, okay. I thought that was a huge theme in the in the play. It, I mean, I'll be honest. Did I, I think that because it was mostly rapping? Well, it is... The casting is weird because like, like it makes sense to have these black people you know, rapping and playing these parts, but then you're also like, I mean, this makes zero Were there a lot of white characters played by black people in the play? Is that... Oh, yeah, like every... every, The play is mostly black people. Okay. So it's like George Washington's Asian, Hamilton's uh, black, and Uh Burr's black. This this Lin-Manuel Miranda fella, Uh he was like, oh, George Washington, he's, he's like the biggie, and he based... These characters. There was a Biggie and a Tupac in this. Who's? T- <laughs> I don't know if Tupac's in it, but he literally was like, I kind of think of like Burr as like this rapper. Oh, interesting. So he like I love kind that. of based the characters around. Oh, that's that's cool. Uh huh. But um, there is a weird thing where it's like, I guess if you're gonna also sus- if it's a live performance and like I could see it being easier to find rappers. Mm-hmm. So did they cast? Oh, yeah, you got to be really good. Did at they the- cast? rappers and teach them to act or were there actors that are good at rapping well it's these people who are like theatrically trained yeah so they can already sing god i have no talent compared to (laughs) these people (laughs) no it is crazy when you watch someone do a live like play and you're like oh this takes a lot of practice you gotta be fucking like you gotta know when to get on that spinning thing yeah and then you gotta not it's these kids who are like super good singers and they're eloquent and they can talk like adults I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out what this monologue means. It's pretty advanced. And then you've got these kids nailing it. Yeah. And feeling it. But yeah, that, I guess if you're going to be able to suspend the disbelief of everyone is singing the whole time, uh-huh. it's not that difficult to suspend the disbelief of like, what if George Washington was black? But it's just weird For because sure. race is so is also like, Is it also an element or not really? It'd be I guess weirder not if really. race was an element and people were cast in different roles right than it is if it's like we're not going to focus on the race for now mm-hmm. therefore it's, it's even easier to suspend disbelief yeah it's weird to do like blind casting though and then be like um but we're like how can you possibly strip race from like it yeah how does anything exist outside of that but blind um, casting that's a, i'm sure people love that um that's a good term is it really yeah they they cast or they don't write like Oh, and then Joey from Friends, he's a white guy. They no, go, yeah, but uh, bl- the term blind casting, I mean, I knew what you meant, but mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's funny that we're like, it's progressive to blind cast. And it's like, well, it's not progressive to say blind casting. Mm, I see. Uh-huh. Because of the blind folks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they care. Yeah. We need more blind people in casting roles. That's an easy way to do it. I guess. Like, you don't believe we're doing blind casting? But the weird Look th- at our casting director. <laughs> The weird thing about blind casting, though, is, I, I, like, it's good, but then it's also just like, oh, this character could be white or could be black. It doesn't matter. And it's like, well, then that's not going to be a good black character if he could just, like, if he has no, like, parts of his character that consider that race exists. That's, right. That's not an in- a well-written... I did what you did earlier, and I tuned out a little bit, but I'm <laughs> certain you're correct. <laughs> All right. Well, we gotta we gotta call it there then. All right. Thank you for listening. We got uh, you know, do the things. We got a 
We got an Instagram now. I, I post clips, a lot of throwback clips on there that I'm trying to do, and those are fun. We have fun on there. Yeah, it's uh, probably as far as our social media goes, one of the more enjoyable follows. Mm-hmm. We got a uh, oh, well, Twitter. You do yeah, great with the Twitter. I do love your Twitter. A, don't take a shot at my Twitter. No, but, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, do that and uh, rate us on the on things and uh, tell a friend. Be good out there. Leave a goddamn note. Mm-hmm. That's my point. All right. Thanks, everybody.